Hey, this is Triple M's Home Guy. We go right around the country and this is uh, an absolute pleasure to welcome this guest into the studio. Someone who uh, I spoke to a lot during lockdown, listened to her album a lot and uh, I mean, what a song this is. So good. First time really feeling uh, loved absolutely everywhere and we can welcome her back from Ireland only a week ago. Liz Stringer, welcome back to Melbourne. Welcome back to Australia. Welcome back to Triple M. It's good to see you. Thanks, Maddie. Nice to see you. It's uh, been an eventful six months for you, touring with the one and only Midnight Oil. Yeah, it has. And um, it's strange to going from full-blown lockdown <laughs> to, yeah. Um, yeah, touring and then other parts of the world. And it's been amazing, yeah, but a much big gear shift from last year. Paint the picture of what it's like doing an American tour for people who don't really know, because it's like constant, like every day. You know, America was... Uh, we did that first. So we did a month in America and Canada and then uh, about three weeks in Europe. And, um, yeah. you know, the oils have got a big fan base in, in all of those places. I mean, it's weird. It's kind of the pandemic didn't happen at all because like mm. no one's wearing masks. There are no density limits, all that sort of stuff. But its effects are pretty obvious, you know, yeah. and I would say particularly in the US. You know, I think maybe, and I think everyone experiences this, that the last two years, it's kind of, they've kind of been sucked back into this vortex mm. um, where we're ostensibly living normally, but it's still, the, it's, the spectre still looms large. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, what's it like touring with like such a well-loved and iconic Australian band when they're playing internationally? What's the kind yeah. of response to those audiences? Are you finding there a lot of... Australians, a lot of there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of kind of expat Australians for sure, but there's mm. also, you know, they've the oils. It's been really moving actually seeing the impact that they've had in different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, certain songs in particular had just massive reach. You know, mm. I sort of forget about it. I, I I didn't think about it. I think before we toured, I knew they were loved, but it's like everyone, even if I don't know, even everyone knows Beds Are Burning, for example, everyone over yeah, there, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, which band are you touring with? And I'd tell them the name and then they'd be like, oh, I'm not sure I know them. And then I'd sing that song and they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, the, the audiences were really just super fans, you cool. know, and, um, ha like us kind of grew up listening to them and, you know, the oils are such a cool kind of, they've done it despite having any, um, early commercial success. They've just, just through being an incredible live band, they've just like run all these hearts. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. How did it come about that relationship with those guys? Cause did you play those shows with them in Australia? Those big outdoor ones? I think I remember talking yeah. to you around then. You did those shows too, right? Yeah. So I've been part of the, the band, um, since the Macarada project, which was last year. Yeah. And I got involved because my friend Leah Flanagan, who was part of that recording, she's a great musician, songwriter herself. She was on the Macarada project as an artist and then was invited to come and sing BVs for them. Yeah. Uh, and they needed another singer. So she put my name forward and they gave me the job. Yeah. I have a lot to thank her for. <laughs> <laughs> so Leah and I have been doing that um, since then. So yeah, that's well. been like a tour last year and then a big Aussie tour here. Um, and then, yeah, the overseas stuff, including New Zealand coming up. So, Is it weird touring with a band when it's their last tour? Does it well, it's just a bummer. Like, no, I mean, you know, you just think, oh, I could do this forever. It's so, I mean, they're so incredible. And mm. their energy, you know, honestly don't know many kind of 30-year-olds that have that energy. And oh, they're, yeah. you know, twice that age and they're just um, absolutely smashing it. Like, yeah. we're doing two and a half hour sets and- Oh, really? Like, full-blown rock and roll, you know, and, and it's like, I think because of that, the shows are very emotionally loaded, partly yeah. because of that, also because they lost their bass player, Bones Hillman, at the end of last year. So, the shows are very emotional. Yeah, I just think like, oh, don't stop. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? Yeah. 
What was it like? I remember chatting to you uh, over Zoom. You were talking about how much you missed like traveling and getting away. Mm. And, you know, that's such a big part of your life, you know, like being abroad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, has, is that itch kind of scratched now that you got to do that tour? Or do you, do you kind of feel like you want to go back out there and, and do it again? Is it like you kind of ready to chill out for a little bit? No, I think, well, a bit of both. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of a rest, but I also, uh, it was really inspiring in the sense that I, you know, already made plans to go back to various places and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to record again and I'm trying to work out where to do that, but it'll be mm. somewhere not in Australia, I think. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was really, it was actually really energizing. Like it, yeah. um, it was, the schedule was, um, it wasn't too hectic. I think the oils, um, don't play every night these days because, you know, they sort yeah. of, that's not how they want to do it. Yeah. So we'd have days off, full days off in a lot of cities. So we really had time to kind of soak it in and, yeah. which is also, cause often when you're on tour, you're just like, you're not really spending any time in where you are. You're yeah, just kind yeah, of yeah. working. So no, it was really, it was really, uh, it's, it certainly lit the fire that was just slowly burning away during the pandemic yeah, you know, it's, re, cool. it's reignited it yeah that's uh, it must have been cool to like kind of get to know the oils too like you know on a personal mm. level as well because like you know you grow up hearing about it but to you know to spend some quality time with it be like just getting breakfast or dinner totally. or something like that it's kind of gives you a new perspective on it you know kind of looking at that relationship yeah and you know really it's just it this has been beautiful because you know I come out of this with a bunch of new friends like they're really great people great crew too you've been touring with them for a long time and um yeah so, yeah, and they're all just very, you know, the oils have been so kind of outwardly focused for their careers. You know, they're really, they've, they've had a, you know, they've been activists forever and they're, yeah. they're concerned about their community and they're involved and, and engaged. And so they're just really kind of smart, interesting people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it was a great hang. It must be like uh, inspiring as a songwriter too when you talk about those themes as well, to kind of hear mm. those songs every night as well and, to, you know, hear the passion behind the lyrics and Absolutely. the way they perform. Yeah, and the way they, you know, like how Martin... Rotsy and Jim Magini play guitar together, you yeah. know, such different guitar players, but they're just, this, they have this alchemy together and yeah, no, they've, I've, I mean, I've learned, I've learned a lot from them about really, um, about perf- dedication to performance, you know, and that like they, they just out every night they completely go balls to the wall. There's never any yeah. phoning it in and that they respect their audience a huge amount, you know? Mm. And, um, I was just like, wow, this is, you know, this is how. I just have been am consistently still blown away by what a great band they are. Apart from yeah. the songs and the sort of individuals, like the, their their synergy together is just I've never witnessed that before yeah. myself. Yeah, is we kind of being away with a band like that, and then you know, like I think it's just under a year and a half since your album came out, and then I was there. When was it? Last week or two weeks ago when you when you won the Air Award. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like little things like that's happening. Like you're on tour with the Oils, and then you know your own stuff's like doing so well as well. Yeah. You know? It's funny. You do kind of like jump in and out of head spaces, yeah. you know, like I, I do, that stuff was happening while I was, yeah, as you say, when I was away. And so I wasn't really, my mind was on other things. And, um, so it's, I mean, but you know, I mean, you know, you know what it's like, man, it's as a musician, particularly touring music, like you're constantly, um, adjusting where your headspace is, you know, yeah. cause your job is evolving so quickly and you're in different places and then doing different stuff. And so it, I was sort of used to that, but yeah, it was certainly, um, it was just a really nice feeling for me to know that this, my album's been yeah. received well. And I, cause I was having such a great time with the oils. It was like, it was just a nice little thing humming under there that I could just mm. feel good about. So that, yeah, it was great. I feel like an Aeroid's a good one to win too. Like independent yeah. record, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, that means more. You know totally. I mean? And you know, I have to have 
Milk Records to thank hugely for that. Like there's such a, um, such a great label that have done so much for sort of indie music in Melbourne yeah. and, you know, so I'm, my record came out through them and, um, yeah, I think it is because as you know, also there, there is a difference between sort of the, the kind of big labels and the indie labels. There's a real sort of operating on a different budget for one. I mean, yes. that's a huge part of it. So, um, it really comes down to being creative, being, um, being connected with your communities and, you know, kind of working hard, like touring hard, playing a lot, you know, really relying on your own, um, live show as the best advertisement you can have, you know? Mm. And I think, so in that sense, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to win that one. Yeah. 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 And it's cool that now you get to play your hometown shows. Yes. You know what I mean? Like how much, and the corn hotel as well, you know? Yep. Totally. The corner hotel was the first venue I ever went to legally, I should say. Who played? The Cruel Sea. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. So I just turned 18. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I've always loved the corner and you know, we have been lucky actually, like I played in Sydney on the weekend and that was the first, that was the, like the fourth time we rescheduled that. Mm. So that finally happened. But Melbourne, we managed to sneak in like couple of shows at the Croxton when that was sort of still half capacity, but we just, we were like the only band that got to play there in August last year, just luckily. Mm. And then had a great show at the Thornbury Theatre at the end of last year. So we have, like, I've been able to dot a couple of Melbourne gigs in with this band, but this is, yeah, I've been waiting, waiting for this for a while. So it's great. How many uh, people hit you up for door spots? (laughs) <laughs> you know, like that always happens the day of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people know. Yeah, you get all the texts and influrry. That's all right, though. I, I mean, yeah, good good luck. They can try. <laughs> <laughs> what's coming up uh, after these shows? Um, Like what, what's kind of, what have you got planned? You, you mentioned going overseas as well. Yeah, so I'm, there's a few more shows with the oils in uh, sort of up north um, and then some. The Monday, Monday bash, is it? Monday, Monday Bash, which I'm not doing actually because I'm doing the Corner Hotel show, but okay. um, we're going to Darwin and Cairns. Those those ones blew out because um, Peter had COVID. I remember that. So thank goodness we're going back there because we were all really pumped about those shows. Like yeah. so Cairns and Darwin and Broome as well, Broome WA. But I think in between then we're going to New Zealand for a few gigs, which oh, sweet. will be amazing. Yeah. So we're, so still, you know, a few, few weeks of oil stuff left and then I'm going to have a little kind of writing break, I think just, um, oh, cool. stay in, in, stay somewhere sort of relatively secluded. Cause it is, you know, I had all these designs to write lots of stuff when I was on the road, but you know what it's like, you don't really, I've, I've got lots of ideas, but didn't have any time to realize them. So yeah, I'm, days and weeks go by quite fast. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. And you always completely overestimate how much time you're going to have, don't you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I want to do and hopefully record again early next year. And Sick. Yeah. Where are you thinking about doing your writing break? My house is getting renovated. The house I live in is getting renovated. So um, okay. it's sort of an enforced move as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. You know, I went to this amazing shack down in the north coast of Tassie um, in yeah. March or April, whatever it was. And that was so beautiful. But I don't know. I think anywhere that's kind of, um, it'll, it, it's going to be Australia. I'm not going to go in like anywhere overseas to do it. But somewhere where mm. probably a little bit outside of a city where I can just just really make myself not get distracted. That's yeah, the hard yeah, thing. Yeah yeah. 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 Was your last release like one of your most satisfying considering everything that was kind of happening and the response that's been given? Like, do you look back on that and go, man, I'm, I'm so glad I put it out, put out an album during that time. Cause it feels like we're not going to kind of get that again. And do you, do you kind of look back at these songs and listen to them in a different light that you might listen to some of your other stuff? The songs, they come from a, 
this is a really personal album. I haven't, I haven't written a lot of personal stuff. Mm. Um, so in that sense, it's, I'm, I'm able to, uh, find new stuff in the songs a lot still. Like, even though I've, I've, you know, that was a particularly gnarly part of my life emotionally, but I'm, so I'm feeling better for want of a less trite word than I did then. But I also, you know, it's, they're still relevant to me, the thoughts and feelings that I had. So, you know, that's good. And I, and I think it was just really one of the first times I'd written really honestly. So I think, I don't know, that's, um, yeah, that's, that has a more of a timelessness for me to, to keep singing about them, you know? Yeah. 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 I remember last time we were talking about, uh, you know, and I think a lot of musicians were like keeping on top of your mental health and trying to keep like, are there any, is there anything that you were kind of doing to kind of keep on top of your mental health that you're kind of still doing now, whether it be, you know, you just did a pretty Mm. extensive tour with the oils. Mm. Are there any kind of things you kind of learned during lockdown that you still kind of apply? Maybe you're taking it a bit easier or you've kind of changed things up a bit. Well, one of the things I do is I, I run, really love running. Yes. So, um, I did that on the, on the tour a lot, actually. That, and, you know, cause I don't drink anymore and I used to live in Europe. And so a lot of those parts that we toured in, I'd been to before and some I'd lived in before. And, mm. you know, it was nice to kind of reacquaint myself with those places as a sober person and get up early and run in the morning, which is a yeah. really nice way to, to kind of meet a place too. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. really good sightseeing. Yeah. So that's it. That's a huge one for me. Um, and also I think trying to sleep, that's, which is hard on tour. And I've discovered even if you don't sort of party, it's really hard to get enough sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you just, but you know, I've noticed that if I, I can feel myself getting kind of, um, more and more anxious if, and a bit, you know, just sort of muddled in the head if I don't sleep enough. So I try and yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to hearing more music from you after your writing camp. I'm looking forward to these shows as well. It's like, uh, it's such a pleasure to meet you in person. Yeah. Because, you know, so we, nice. we've been playing your <laughs> tunes and I've been such a big fan of yours since. I think it was maybe, oh, God, I reckon I saw you live maybe 2000 and 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've tried to look up the gig and the gig history, but I couldn't find mm-hmm, it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a pleasure to meet you and thanks so much for coming in. But last question. Yes. One Australian song you wish you'd written and why? So if you pick any Australian song, I just wish I had written it. Probably Truganini by The Oils because I just think it's such a banger. It's such a beautiful song. Yeah. 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 Cool. I mean, I could name any one of their songs, but that's, I'd go with that one. Yeah. Hey, how emotional <laughs> is the last show going to be for The Oils? Oh, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're, it must be, it must be, I don't even think they know how it's going to feel. I mean, they've never, yeah. never been faced with this before. So yeah. Pretty huge. Mm. Yeah. Big time. Well, Liz, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, mate.